Welcome everyone to the Fresh Off The Screen podcast. This is your weekly podcast where two siblings get together to talk about all things relating to film, television, sometimes music, and a sprinkle of video games. If you want to support the show, please follow, subscribe, comment, rate, and all that social media mumbo jumbo. We also have our social media channels in the description below. I am one of your co-hosts, Aman Daman, also known as Aman. And on the other end, we have the one that you can't hurt with a blue shell, Harvey. What's up, Harvey? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I know. I think uh, Mario Kart just popped in my brain as I was writing that. I For know. some reason, Mario Kart just popped in my brain. I'm like, all right, I'll just go with the blue shell. I guess that's the most dangerous thing in there. Oh, I miss Mario Kart. It's been a while. I know. It's just, it's so much fun. I miss Mario Party, actually. I love that game. Yeah, Mario Party, uh, Mario Kart. Um, I think, like, there's another one that's coming out maybe tomorrow or day after, like Super Mario 3D World, which is, like, what? a new Super Mario game. It's, like, a 3D space, and you can play multiplayer, so you can play with multiple people on the same thing. So um, that's pretty fun. I mean, if you get it, I'm, I'm getting it for sure, so we can definitely play that online. I know there's, like, an online that's thing cool. for it. Yeah, I know, it's been uh, yeah, a while. Then... It's been a while since we played Super Mario because I love I love Super Mario. Anything to do with Super Mario. I know. I mean, I miss, I I miss the multiplayer gaming type thing like that because, and also I've only, yeah. only been playing Immortals for the last few weeks. Yeah, months. I mean, whatever. the multiplayer games that we like are, are, are very different, right? We like we play. I don't mind playing online games stuff like that, but I personally enjoy more of the you know couch co op stuff where you're literally right next to the person. And you know, oh, the yeah, pandemic exactly. has, of course, unfortunately, not allowed us to, you know, do that more recently. So exactly. because of that, it's like we have no choice. But you know, like I, I, I don't know. Like well, multiplayer games, I like it when it's like all of us in a room with playing Mario Kart or something or Mario Party, and it's so much more fun. Yeah, exactly. I just it's I know, one I... of those things which just um it helps, right? Um, yeah. Even the online stuff, especially with Nintendo Switch, has not been that seamless. Remember yeah, we tried yeah, to yeah. play, um, which one was Splatoon. it? Was it Splatoon? Yeah. And it just kept dropping off and it was just weird. Yeah, and I mean, for the audio was like the worst because we had to like call each other on like WhatsApp. Because yeah, that's it was true. like I, that's I, I remember I thought there was going to be something there, but unfortunately there was, there was like nothing there. I was like, what? Like there's no like online way of us <laughs> contacting each other through the Switch. Instead, it's like we're calling each other on WhatsApp and then our mom and dad were also on the phone, I think. You know, they're talking to us and we're talking to each other. We're like, okay, oh like... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was still a fun time. That was still a fun game. That was, like, one of the first, like, games that came out for Switch, I remember. Yeah. I actually recently discovered um, that you can play uh, Catan on, uh, yeah. on, on, like, an iPad or a phone. Um, I think the Switch version, too. There's actually an app. <gasps> this yeah. Is um, yeah, but I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's um, online multiplayer or anything like that. So you, I, either you can you have to play with people on the thing. I actually don't know if it was one or the other, but I remember reading into it or looking into it. And mm-hmm. then I found out that you, the, the, the multiplayer aspect that I wanted wasn't there at all. This one looks like it does because this is okay. like an app or something on the oh, iPad okay. or iOS or whatever. Um, but... Um, I, I obviously didn't sign up for an account or whatever. I wanted to see how it how it played out. But I've been playing yeah. with the computers and it's impressive. It's a lot of fun. Um, okay, wow. I, 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 it took me a while to get used to the rules again. 
but it's actually really interesting. I really like the way the the game's built up. Yeah, I mean, it was really fun. I think that we we played it like a while back um, when you were in Canada with mom and yeah. dad and stuff like that. I remember we played it like a while back then. And it was pretty fun. But like, yeah, since then it's like again, that's a game that you want to play. Like, if, even if it's a computer. You know, it's not the same as Civilization. Like, it's fun to play, but I would rather play it, like, in person with, like, a bunch of people. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, all all that's settled in is we need to, I need to get more board games. Like, actual yeah. games. Uh, yeah, yeah, So you can, like, course. set up. And I think I think the setting up and the physicality of it all is a big, a big sell, and it really helps as well. Um, oh, exactly. On an online thing, it's, I mean, it's cool and everything if you don't have anything else, but it's still... Yeah. Um, if I had to actually play it with other people, I probably wouldn't buy it on the Switch. I probably would buy the actual board game. Exactly. No, yeah. At that point, you need the actual physical one. All right. Exactly, so, obviously, enough exactly. of, the, of the tabletop game slash talk. gaming stuff talk because, <laughs> but like, I, I want to jump into immediately, like, the two shows that, like, were kind of at the bottom of my list in terms of what I watched recently. And... Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like they're okay. I didn't really like, uh, I, I wasn't really in love with them. Uh, but like, not like necessarily like I hated them, but they were just okay. The first was The Outsider, which is a, uh, which is a Stephen King. I think it's a, it's a Stephen King book and they made it into oh. like a mini series or a TV show. I'm assuming it's a TV show, but it could be a mini series. But it's produced by Jason Bateman uh, and he's in there and Ben Mendelsohn, Ben Mendelsohn is there, a great Australian actor. Um, mm. I forgot who else is there. There's like a, a number of good actors in there. But basically, the idea is, in terms of premise, I don't want to give too much, but the idea is that a person is convicted of uh, the killing of a child, and Mm -hmm. they are convicted of it, but there's videos of this person basically, I guess, coming from the crime or doing the crime, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, there's also videos of this person in a completely other city on, like, live tv live whatever and mm-hmm. there's uh, the, the person who was going to jail is like i didn't do it i didn't do this this wasn't me i'm telling you i didn't do it and obviously like i'm just gonna leave it at that because obviously a lot more stuff kind of comes into play and everything like that but mm-hmm. just by that premise it's very interesting but yeah, yeah. by the fourth or fifth episode or so it takes a big downturn in terms of what it was initially it was this very psychological thriller slash thrill like of a show that you're kind of going through and it's really really like pushing you through and you're just like oh my god what's gonna happen next who's gonna who's gonna find mm-hmm. this person out this person out that person whatever and then after a while it just turned into like almost like a procedural drama that's kind of how it felt like in terms of how it tapered off and i was like wait oh. what happened why that intensity that was there for the first few episodes it just completely went down and i don't know if it goes back up again i don't know if that's that that's what happens but like i'll, I'll, I'll still keep watching it for sure but that was kind of what I noticed. It's still a worthwhile show for anyone that likes Stephen King because I know there's a big fan following and Stephen King has done like some great stuff, right, in terms of books and everything mm-hmm. like that. So it is... He's got another much... one out called Stand or something as well on, on Prime. The Stand? Is that, is that, is that what well? it is? Yeah, I think that's Stephen King as well. And like, I've been I mean, I'm, I'm to not surprised. that. I'm He's not surprised because... Yeah, he does, and I I remember I remember reading or like finding out that like Stephen King also like because he's done like all these like very intense kind of books and 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 st- stories and whatever, but then he's also done stuff which is not very intense that it's almost like it's like comedy 
And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. what? Stephen King wrote that or Stephen King made that? I need to find that out because it could be possible that I'm making this in my brain. But I, I have, I'm almost certain that it was, it was almost like, you know, Francis Ford Coppola, the guy that directed yeah, The Godfather. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember that because he's the guy that made Apocalypse Now, The Godfather. And then yeah. it was like, you know, this movie with uh, Robin Williams and I, it was called Jack. Yeah, this is the movie. It's oh. called Jack, and the the poster is literally Robin Williams, all, just, with a backpack, just kind of waving at the at the at the poster, I guess. And it says Jack in like colorful letters, and it's, it's directed by Francis Ford Coppola. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm so confused. Yeah, but it's it's impressive, right? Because these guys can then go across genres, or or maybe that's where he started from before you know he got to Godfather or whatever. Or yeah. maybe it was he was Godfather was just too intense, and he's like, ah, oh, no, I want to do a comedy. I can't deal with that intensity. That is awesome, though. Like, I think it's good to see them go across genres. Like, when people can yeah. only do one kind of movie, that is probably a little bit more annoying. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Because then they get stuck. I mean, then you've got the Martin Scorsese's of the world who yeah. know how to do, like, gangster movies, but then look down their nose on any, every other kind of movie. Exactly. Um so absolutely not. I think I think I'm um that's 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 a very interesting piece of news. But the outsider, where was this? Was it Apple TV? No, no, this was not Apple TV. I think this was just reg- on on my side. It was on Crave, uh, on our oh. Canadian Crave TV thing. I feel like I've seen the ad for this, but I can't remember yeah. seeing this on any of the platforms. So maybe it's just not come here yet. Yeah, well, I mean, like I I don't want to give too much time to the outsider. It's definitely like worth mm. it if you want to try it mm. out. Uh, but okay, I'll obviously cool. like report back into the what I see. I just want to quickly go to the morning show. Now this is yes. an Apple TV show, and like yes. this, I finally watched. Uh, and like the reason I said that it was it was okay was because, like it was it it was talking about a serious thing. It it was obviously taking a lot of influences, um, in terms of what happened in the Me Too movement, uh, especially mm-hmm. in the new sector, right? It was taking mm-hmm. a lot of like actual stuff and kind mm-hmm. of putting it in place of you know, stuff that was happening in the show. So I just want to give the premise of this is the first episode. So it's not like a spoiler or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. First episode, obviously Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston's character, um, they're basically the two, you know, they're the two co- the co-hosts of a morning show. And it's like, mm-hmm. the, the way they say it, they're like, it's the biggest morning show in, in America. Basically the idea is like the top one or whatever. Obviously there's like mm-hmm. multiple morning shows, but that's kind of how they, how they do it mm-hmm. for the show. And it comes out that a lot of, like what the, the show starts up with basically Steve Carell facing a lot of allegations. And because of that, of oh. course, you know, Jennifer Ashton is kind of thrusted into uh, that work, that, that thing without her co-host. And obviously mm-hmm. Steve Carell is kind of dealing that on his end. And of course, you know, it's kind of this whole thing of like kind of removing him from anything that ever existed, anything that he ever touched mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's basically kind of like, you know, it's trying to tell you the stories of everyone from all, all, all sides, uh, which was interesting. But I also feel like they made it, uh, it, it, it was almost like they made it into like a roller coaster ride version of a serious matter. It was more about oh. like the, the dips and the highs were very much of let's end the episode here. Let's open the show here. Like it was like I would have totally gotten it if they were trying to tell us something, which they are in a sense. But at the same time, the way the episodes were designed, it's, it's nothing to do maybe with the acting or or even the writing per se, right? It's just obviously when it comes to the editing and how they present mm-hmm. it to us, I think that also matters. And that's where I'm like, okay, you're just you're like like you're 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 telling me an interesting thing. You're you're telling me a story, 
you're you're you know you're talking about a very serious matter and then you do this roller coaster amusement park thing of like okay mm-hmm. why like why was that needed like why couldn't you just focus on the on the message so like that's that's kind of my thing have you watched it no i i have not and to be really honest, i think i think i never saw it because i was like i uh, we've seen so much of this in real life do i really want to want to show watch a show about it but yeah. um but w- w- what you're saying effectively is that it could be good it's yeah, just yeah. okay because they've um effectively gone you know, we need to have the right shock value. We need to have the right cliffhangers. Yeah. And honestly, when the shows get that clinical, they're not going to last. Yeah, well, I don't see they the are making a season being two, clinical. which is surprising just because of the way the show is designed. I'm like, like, do you, like, because the show is designed on, you know, the, the Me Too movement and like that's kind of the, the initial premise. Cause I, so my thought was, okay, it's like a mini series where they will show you know, the downfall of, of Steve Carell's character and, you know, mm-hmm. all the all the story, all the information behind it and everything like that. And, you know, like kind of giving giving a bigger message to what's happening and, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of bringing to light what's happening in that industry. But instead, the way it's, it's going, it's like, do you do you want to make a season two? You want to make a season three? You're like, are you like, it's almost like yeah. they're like, you know, profiting off of it. If, if you know what I'm saying, like, I don't yeah. know. I just, I just felt, it just feel, felt weird because I was like, oh, after season one, is it done? And then I look online. They're like, oh, season two is in progress. Mm. Hassan Benat has been cast in season two. I'm like, wait, what? Ooh. Like, what is, uh, like, is it like, I'm so confused. Like, why couldn't you, like, it's a serious topic that I want them to have an ending to. <laughs> But I have the same, like, uh, but, but you're right. Like, it, they, they've taken something, but what they've done is they've, they've killed what could be amazing. What could be amazing. But I think I think now all, all that's doing is reinforcing my decision to never watch that show. Um, <laughs> I am, yeah, I get it. I think it sounds like it's, it's, it's okay, but there's so many other nicer shows to watch, really. Yeah, um, and I mean... Uh, that's completely acceptable, right? You don't have to like. Yeah. The thing is, like, it is a very serious topic. Yeah, yeah. On on a, on a side note, one show I started watching and I could not watch past one point five episodes was Firefly Lane. Oh God! Oh, I, I oh yeah, I forgot to put that in. I also watched a little bit of that. I have no idea why I clicked it on. I was bored. It's number one. I it's number one on Netflix. <laughs> and I am still reeling from like why. Yeah, Just I know. Why? That's Again, it. Another that's, show, my, that's my only question. Another show that puts so many different movie parts and serious topics and non-serious topics all in one. And I'm like, yeah. what are you trying to do? Like, I'm sure you, if, if you watch 1.5 episode, you know what I'm talking about uh, that yeah. happens in, in that show. Yeah. And like, I'm like, are you serious? You're just going to bring that on and just move on from it, especially with where we are in this world right now with everything that's happened. Like but, it was just like, again, like I said, shock value, right? I'm like, no, like but, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> but also why, why? I mean, okay. Maybe the book is multifaceted. Maybe the book is, I think the book is like many, many pages. And I read somewhere, somewhere that something somewhere that uh, apparently the first season of this one right now barely covers half the book. So I'm like, okay, it looks like you had a lot to pick from, but uh-huh. What I question is, I, I don't know whether it's it's weirdly cathartic for people or something. For me, it was just weirdly depressing. Yeah. You tell me I these agree. people are great friends. I will tell you, I will find you better friends. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. 
this is not a model anything. And if people walk away with that, then I'm sorry, they've never had real friends ever. I I literally, I was like, it's it's number one. I was number four or five here or whatever. Let's just watch it, uh-huh. right? It can't be that horrible. I'm not a fan of Catherine Heigl. I'm a Grace fan. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, but Sarah Chalk, she's always good. She's always amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love Sarah Chalk. <laughs> she's so funny. Exactly. They've got an Australian actor, Ben Lawson, as well. Um, for some yeah, reason, yeah, yeah. they're in America. They're husband, right? They're husband. But like Ben Lawson, but he's he's not lost his Australian accent, but he's yeah. um, he's American. I don't understand this. The time you had to lose your accent, dude, was in a show Wait, about Midwest America. I always thought that he was uh, he was Australian in the show as well because I've seen him in so many things, and he's always Australian. <laughs> yeah, he was in the Good Place, right? He was playing the lesser known Hemsworth brother. <laughs> yeah, I remember exactly. <laughs> I remember that. But yeah, so like they've got a good cast of people. I just, I'm, I'm, I think after the one and a half, I'm like, yeah, I think, I think we're done now. And I went back to watching, I went back to watching Doctor Who. (laughs) Well, I mean, exactly. Like, like you said, right? Like the way they were kind of going through certain things and it's like, sometimes it's like, okay, do you like, this is us was a show that I really enjoyed initially, Mm. but after Mm. like the first season or two or whatever, it was just all, every episode was just always like depressing that I'm just mm-hmm. like, like, what are you trying to do to me? Like, do you, can you not let me be happy for 10 seconds? Like, do you just want to like, right. it's like, you know, like imagine just saying that, oh, look at this poor puppy. And you're just like, oh my God, poor puppy. Second episode. No, look at this poor kitten. It's like, oh no, poor kitten. And you just kind of do that. I'm like, okay, dude, like, come on. Like, do you want to kill me or something? Like what is happening? But this is what it is. Like, I feel, I, I think there's a, there's a big genre of people who like, who like watching this stuff and I don't I don't get why. Like I like watching happier stuff. I agree. Yeah. Um but on, on that note, I did watch something which is on a more serious note, um, which I have been wanting to talk about, called A Discovery of Witches. Uh-huh. Okay, what is this? Now this is a show, I think it's a BBC show, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but this has also got an Australian in in it, Teresa Palmer. Um uh-huh. Now, the show is based off a big series of books and um, it's effectively about this witch who's never sort of embraced her powers, but she's coming into it and she meets a vampire and she falls in love. And it sounds very Twilight-like. It does. I prom- I, t- I mean, I know that. Um, uh-huh. And to be very honest, there's a lot of it, a lot of it that reminds me of Twilight. And the first thing I did when I was watching this show was go, when was the book released? When did Twilight come out? And how much do you want to bet me that the author is a fan of Twilight as well? Because some of the themes are very similar. Too similar for two random people in two corners of the world to come up with themselves. Yeah. In saying that, in saying that, much better watch than Twilight in like a oh, million I, I, years. I can already, I, I can already um, that. A much healthier relationship between the two main characters than Twilight. Um, yeah. And I actually do want to read this book. Um, There's two seasons, like 10 odd episodes each. I uh-huh. pretty much binged them all in one weekend. Oh, wow. That's how good it was. Um. You've got a brilliant cast of characters. You've got um, you've got um, Matthew Good, the British actor who plays the yeah, other he main was guy. in The Crown. I remember. 
He was in the crown. Oh yeah, he was in the crown. Yeah. I never watched yeah. the season of the crown. Um, yet, yet. Um, yeah. And obviously, then you've got Teresa Palmer. You've got a pretty amazing bunch of people, and uh-huh. um, I I loved it. It's absolutely. It's a lot of fun. It's got good bits, but bad bits. Oh, it's got James Purefoy as well. Oh wow! Um, Getting like everyone who's in always, there. Who's always a great person to add to these yeah. things? Um, I think so. No, it was. I I thought it was very very well done. Um, I can't wait for season three. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, like I feel like BBC has been doing quite well with with the yeah, shows recently. Yeah. And this was just one of them that I, I honestly, like, I it, it was on my list for a while. Yeah. Um, until I kind of went, you know, let's just watch one episode, see how, how bad it is. And to my surprise, it was not bad at all. It was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, and, I feel like that's always, like, that's always like an amazing show where you realize you watch something and you're like, how did I not watch this before? Like, how did I, have, like, how did I miss this show? It's like kind of Shears Creek, right? It's like, how did I not know but, about this <laughs> before, you know? But... But I love how well thought out, like, the mythology and stuff of this is. Like, that's one of the big things with a lot of these sci-fi type nature shows. Because what they do is they don't flesh out the actual mythology. So it looks like um, they're just, like, going on the surface. But it it actually seems like the book is a big source. And I'm really keen on on reading that. Uh, But they brought it to, um, to life really amazingly. No, I mean it already sounds interesting because I'm I'm like obviously I'm gonna be talking about a BBC a BBC show soon as well and I, I'm like really Ooh. invested in anything BBC related so this is like probably something I want to check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What show is are you talking about? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that till the end because that that's, that's yeah that's, that show really surprised me. But um, I, I I'm a big <laughs> fan of the show Billions. I love Billions yes. really quite a bit. Uh, and there's a show called Succession which won mm-hmm. uh, best drama series last year uh, at the Golden mm-hmm. Globes. So because of that, I was like, okay, like, you know, let me check this out because, you know, I love Billions and uh, it's kind of like a, a black comedy, but it's not really, it's still like a drama. It's still like very much like Billions in the way it's presented. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about this family who's like, you know, the the, uh, the patriarchy basically, or like the patriarchal, like the, the father or whatever, he owns the, this like media conglomerate, like he's like the head, you know, crazy billionaires, whatever. And obviously it's called Succession. So it's basically about like this inner turmoil within amongst the siblings or even uh, the the wife and stuff to see kind of, you know, who's who's next in a sense, who gets the next piece of the pie kind of a thing. And it's very interesting. The first season was, was interesting, was okay. It kind of got me engaged. But season two was when it really picked up. And season two was when it got really, really interesting. And like, I was like, wow, like this is actually a really, really interesting, really, really good show. And I kind of see why it... Uh, it won the Golden Globe for like best drama because the, I mean I haven't finished season two yet, mm-hmm. but so far it is really meeting me in terms of my what my love for like I love billions and like it's kind of really meeting me at that point of where the billions is and like billions right now because of of, of the pandemic they haven't really uh, restarted stuff I don't know if it, uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure when it's gonna come out exactly uh, the episodes that were supposed to come out but. At the moment, at least, Billions has not kind of come up with anything for a while. So I need I need something like Billions. I love that sort of like, you know, uh, you know, but not like it's basically like not like the same as Billions in terms of like how they're working in the stock market and stuff like that. But just like that lifestyle and, you know, this idea of like how these uber rich people live their lives and the, the weird things that they do internally and stuff that, you know, we don't notice. And I'm sure a lot of this does happen in real life, stuff like that they kind of 
you know, kind of show in these shows and stuff like that. And it just kind of like for me, seeing stuff like that, it's almost like me watching like a true crime show. And I, I, I love watching true crime stuff. So it's very similar that I'm, I'm just watching, you know, these people like just go and just do stupid, stupid, crazy stuff that, you know, you would not even imagine imagine your brain. So I, I like really like like that show. It's got Brian Cox, who's a really, really great actor uh, as oh, yeah. a head of the whole family and stuff like that. It also has Macaulay Culkin's uh, brother, Kieran Culkin. And he plays a really cool role as well. He plays one of the brothers. And like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Succession right now. I'm like really, really liking it. Oh, cool. I, I, I've seen this somewhere. I'm not sure where I have seen it. But um, that actually helps um, me make the call on whether I want to watch this or not. Um, to yeah. Me, I, I, should be, I should be very honest. I am still on season two of Billion. Take your time with it. Trust me. Like, don't, don't rush into it or anything. Yeah, it just, it just, if I watch too many episodes at one go, I just feel like it becomes too much and I want something yeah. lighter. Um, but talking of that, there's, uh, there's another show that I started re-watching um, over the last couple of weeks. And the reason I started uh-huh. re-watching is because I have not seen seasons four and five. So I went, you know what, let's, let's start from season one and that'll flow you into it. Um, and yeah. that's called Killjoys. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. It's a Canadian show, first of all. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, Mostly Canadian cast, because you'll see a lot Uh of the same cast you've seen all the Canadian shows. Um, Yeah. You have... um, I keep keep confusing them, and that's not good. Um, I think Aaron Ashmore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think I know he's and, like, he was in um he was in uh, X Men. He was like the ice guy, the ice dude. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I like I don't want to call him by his brother's name in case it's the other one. Uh, but yes, so it's it's Aaron Ashmore. You've got um Luke McFarlane, who I think. Oh, okay, no, so I I was sorry, my bad. I was referring to his brother then, the the oh, other one I, I, for yeah, the ice man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're see, twins. I didn't so know he had a twin. What the hell? How, wait, you did not know this? No, I didn't know he had a twin. One of them was Lamplighter in The Boys, but then another one was Quicksilver in X-Men. And then the, the, I think the other brother is the one who's in that key show, which we hated. Um, what? No, no, no. Wait, it's wait, not wait, the wait, same wait. guy. The, the boys, no, no, The Boys had Sean Ashmore, right? Yes. No. His brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, look, look. look. Yes, yes, okay. yes. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. No, because, you're right. You're oh. right. You're right. Yeah. So wait, oh, this guy was in Lock and Key? I thought that was Sean Ashmore. Oh, oh my this God. guy was in Lock and Key. Oh my God, see? This is what I'm talking about. Dude, he looks, I mean, again, like I know they're twins, but they're like, they're like, <laughs> like crazy identical twins. Dude, like they're like, they're the most identical, identical twins, twins are. in my entire, like, yeah, exactly. Like they're like, like identical, like full on. <laughs> like usually like what I, when you see in acting like twins, like it's like, you know, uh, the Olsen twins, right? Like that's about <laughs> it. Like I can't think about any other like twins in like yeah. uh, in Hollywood or in the film and industry. And the fact that the fact the fact that both of them mostly work in the sci-fi genre is amazing. That's yeah because I generally thought it was Sean Ashmore in Lock and Key, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's the Ashmore guy. He was in he was in that thing, whatever. No. And then and now I'm reading. I'm like, no, it was him. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Okay, so Aaron Ashmore was the guy who was in uh, Veronica Mars as well. And okay. then Hudson and and then Hudson Rex was a small small. Okay, game. and Sean Ashmore was it was in the boys and the rookie, the one with the Nathan Fillion one. Ooh, he's got a job in the rookie. Shoo. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in. He's also, in the... Aaron Ashmore was the guy in Warehouse Thirteen. That was a good show as well, by the way. Yo, this is some Ashmore dilemma, man. This is this is like too confusing. <laughs> they need to like <laughs> they need to like I don't know. One person should always have a beard, and the other should not, or something. Like, do something, man. This no. is getting too confusing. But that's I amazing. But see, but if you watch Killjoys, and if I honestly thought Lamplighter was Aaron Ashmore, so now I'm correcting myself because in my brain, when Aaron, when when uh, when Lamplighter's acting, he yeah. seems so similar to Aaron Ashmore in this show. <laughs> see, identical twins. That all makes sense. But yeah, no, Killjoys is I I I love this show since the moment I first saw it. It's I think it's a CBC show, Canadian Broadcasting, whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And um, it's really I I'm I it's it's impressive. It's like a more lighter version of The Expanse, if you may. Okay. Um, also because Expanse is based off of a book, I have a feeling these are original screenplays. Uh, they just never got enough love. Um, yeah. But effectively, they're talking about the same. They're talking about different planetary systems, ruling families who are ruling over everything and all of that stuff. So I I'm I really, really love this show. And it's only like ten episodes each season. It's not massive. Um I mean, that's something interesting. I, I definitely want to take that it's out. It's a lot. It's a lot packed into it. It's very it's it's exciting. It's uh the storylines just get better and better. Yeah. So I would and that's that's why I'm going back to season one because I'm like because it's been such a long time since I watched season three I'm going, you know what, maybe let's relax and go back to the beginning so I actually know context as I go to four and five. And there's very yeah. few shows I would do that for. Because for the other ones, you'll get asked, through it, just watch it. You know, it's fine. You'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm sorry, um, this Ashmore thing is just confusing the, the, the hell oh out my of me. God. Like, I'm... Because I'm like... Like, it was it's crazy that in Lock and Key that it was it was the brother and I entire... I was like... Because every time I see Sean Ashmore, I, 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 I'm, I'm like quite happy because... He was in a, a game that I really enjoyed. He was like the lead and he did the motion capture and everything like that. And ever since then, I was always like, yeah, why is he not in more stuff? I love this guy. Why is he not in more stuff? So every time I would see him, I'm like, oh, it's awesome. And now I'm like, wait, that was your brother. That wasn't you. That was someone think, else. Do you think they talk to each other before they go for auditions to make sure the other one doesn't go? I mean, oh, that would be pretty sneaky. Like imagine like if Killjoy's like becomes bigger and bigger, kind of like the Shits Creek, let's say. And oh, gets to that point, and then his brother is like, "Damn, yo, I'm not on a TV show like that." I'm just gonna be like, "Yep, that's me. That's mine." No, 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 yeah. that wasn't. That was all me. Yeah, that's what that I mean, the, the bad news is Killjoys has been cancelled, so the five seasons. Oh, it has though. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but I, but I was always curious about that. I'm like, because they are so similar in looks and mannerisms, how yeah. would you would they actually go head to head in auditions? Or I know, exactly. how would the producers decide? Would they remember which one's which? Like, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, I mean, like, let's, let's be honest. I mean, Sean Ashworth seems like he's the the more popular brother, from what I can tell. No. Like, Why? Just, yeah. I mean, okay. Was, no. was your, I think, was I think your Ashmore is... in X-Men? Was your Ashmore in X-Men? No. He was not. Just, Sean Ashmore was in X-Men, <laughs> like, the first one. Never mine or yours. <laughs> yeah. But... But Sean Ashmore looks like he's more the movie guy, but Aaron Ashmore's more the TV guy. No, Sean Ashmore is in the rookie, he's the boys, okay? You kind of compare the boys. Yeah, to but Killjoys. minor episodes, minor episodes, not like a recurring character. Like no, Lock Sean, Sean Ashmore was using in the Lock show. And Key as an example. Sean Ashmore was in the following. He was in the following, and he was, he was like, in, he's in the rookie right now, which is pretty big. He was no, in something called Conviction. I have no idea what that is. 
No. But but does he have five seasons on a show? No. Then because well, he's too busy making that X-Men money. He doesn't need five seasons of a TV show. Okay, if, if spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen X-Men. Doesn't he die in the first one? I actually don't know because it says he was in X-Men Days of Future Past, which is the one that came out in 2014. So, he was the I mean, bad guy. He, he was not on the good team. He was in the other one. No, no, he was. He was He was part of the, 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 the oh, kiddos, wait. at least for the first it's not, one. It's not him who died. It's the other guy who died. Um, The guy who's in my Yeah, see? But see, that's what I'm saying. Look at that. Like, Iceman, I mean, he's got it going. He's obviously <laughs> the more popular. He, he was a more popular, like, Ashmore for sure. Oh, pun. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, like what do you call it? like the other Ashmore? He was there for like a couple epi- a couple of episodes in Lock and Key, which, let's be honest, is probably one of the worst shows that we watch ever. I know. And, you know, at least this guy is in the Rookie, which is still like a check a regular show. <laughs> okay, Lock and Key is loved by a lot of other people, not by us, but a lot of other people. I think books, um, yeah, but like not the maybe the books or something, right? Like are there books? Yeah, there are books. the books are by Joe Hill and um. I forgot the name. Yeah, did you know Joe Hill is the son of Stephen King? Really? Okay, I'm not even surprised. I mean, it's just in their in their in their family. There's the right, right books that become TV shows. Right? Like they've done such a good job. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's that's impressive to kind of you know it it does tell you that like <laughs> the talent can be passed on somehow. <laughs> oh God, yes. Uh, Joe Hill. Yes, yes. So yeah, so he is. Uh, so he did Lock and Key comic book series. It was Lock and Key was a comic book series. See, oh, I would okay. have so rather like, oh, Lock okay, and Key. Uh, maybe I maybe I need to give Lock and Key another shot. I don't know. Um, no, no, no. The, the reasons still stand, but um, maybe, maybe they should have done it in like a anime type way. Maybe that would have been better. I I don't know, but I mean, I, whatever they did like for that show was was not the way to go. So they oh, can do whatever um, they want, but that was not the way. None of it was the way. They were just. I. I just. I. I I've never hated kids in a show that much. Never. I. I know. That's exactly. it. Like the mum is fine, the uncle's fine, everybody else is fine, but the kids they annoyed me so much because they're the yeah. stupidest kids on the planet. I know. And I don't know. Just... every time this happens on a show, I'm like, really? Why? Why yeah. would you go against what somebody explicitly told you not to do? I know um, exactly. <clears throat> Which yeah, but either way, so we've, we've kids, agreed. Sean Ashmore is the better. No, no, Ashmore. we have not agreed. We are saying both <laughs> brothers are equally competent. But Except just Sean talking of kids, I want to quickly yeah. mention this movie. Um, we can be heroes. Okay. On Netflix. Oh, is that the one with Priyanka Chopra? Yes. Okay. Okay, she can act. Why the hell does she does do roles like this? <laughs> Like it's the money, man. Yeah, but why? Like she's <laughs> like it's she. She can actually act. Like we know this. She's done proper, full on, intense. Well, have uh, you seen the White Tiger? Roles. Because no, apparently I'm that's not. really good. Yeah, I've heard good things, but it look it's too serious for me. But yeah, um, but this one, I mean, look, it's got Pedro Pascal in it in like a small little yeah. role, and you've got a lot of other people, um. Oh, look, it's it's fine. If you've nothing else to watch, you want something in the background, watch it. Yeah. Um, it's not amazing, but it's not horrible either. It's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. but I I'm still stuck at why did Priyanka Chopra even take this role? I'm telling you, I, um, I, I think Priyanka Chopra has reached that 
Um, I'm trying to think about a, a, a similar actor, maybe, maybe not necessarily Eddie Murphy, but but he's kind of she's gonna reach that point where she's done certain movies, and now she's just getting all these kinds of movies that just you know will do well enough or do good enough. Yeah. Just you know because and her paycheck will be like exceedingly high, where the most of the production costs are just going to uh, to pay her, pay her salary. So that's but that's no, just where she is this now. One, it's got a lot of other well-known people. I think it has Christian Slater. Um, but see, that's the thing. Christian Slater. Christian Slater was was big. Christian Slater was pretty big in like the eighties and stuff, right? But yeah. right now, no one knows who Christian Slater is. But I also and wonder whether whether Pedro Pascal. This was his pre Mandalorian shoot, which is what I think it is. It might have been because it, it might have the been. main because I mean, the main child is yeah. also on this show called FBI Most Wanted. Like okay. she's not most wanted. She's one of the main detective people's um, daughter. And oh, I see. Okay. Because season two is now on and she looks older. So I have a feeling this is pre-everything. So maybe oh, this I, is yeah, pre-Mandalorian. So maybe this is post-Narcos Pedro Pascal, but pre-Mando. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, uh, Pedro Pascal, like his stock has definitely risen up at this point. So I'm sure oh, he doesn't need uh, a Netflix film called We Can Be Heroes. But again, like I said, like, you know, like sometimes <laughs> it's just a, a job is a job. Yeah, I mean, I know that, and and look, it's 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 a simple, it's like it's a Netflix film like no other, as in, I mean, as as any other really, and I think it's done by Robert Rodriguez again, who actually yeah. was directing Spy an Kids. episode of Mando, uh, Spy Kids. Oh, wow. and yeah, exactly, the Spy Kids guy, yeah. Wasn't it Shark Boy and Lava Girl as well? Was that? Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the yeah, same so, universe. So, so Shark Boy and Lava Girl are in this as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was like it was it was it was it was it was okay. It was very milk toast. But that's sort of why I was like, look, I'll mention it. Uh, if you're holding off on watching it because you think it's horrible, now nah, you can watch it. It's not horrible. Um, it's it's just good enough. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll so let's get to yours. Up, yeah, yes. I'll bring up my like. This has turned into my Game of Thrones now. I Ooh. love this show. It's called His Seriously? Dark Materials. Yeah. This has <laughs> first of all just the cast. This has James yeah. McAvoy, although yeah. like he's not there, like he's in and out because again it's James McAvoy, but he's James McAvoy there. Lin Manuel, he's there, yeah. and of course yeah. when you get when you get introduced to him, he's singing. So I mean it's like already of perfect. He is. And um, it has like obviously like a lot of other actors that like I, the names aren't coming at the top of my head, mm-hmm. but basically it's uh, imagine there was like that that film that really really did bad, but like was being touted out as like the compass? next Lord of Rings. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, imagine the Golden Compass, but actually done properly and mm-hmm. in a TV show form. And it's it's a mixture of Game of Thrones and Harry Potter and mm-hmm. Lord of Rings. It's like it's just a mixture of everything. If you love Harry Potter, you'll find. Trust me, you, as soon as you get yeah. it, like the main pre- the main thing about this is this is a world where you're born and you get a thing which is known as a demon. It's not actually a demon spelled a D A E M O N whatever. I don't know why they do that, but. It's basically the, it's 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 like your animal, and mm-hmm. the idea that you and that animal are connected, and mm-hmm. it's like everyone has a different animal, and the animal keeps changing forms until it finds the specific animal that represents that demon and you. So it's kind of represents yeah. each other. And it's a really cool. The idea I'm always like, oh my god, man, that's like I want I want like a Pokemon. That's basically having a Pokemon. <laughs> I love that, and like it's it's a really cool. Like obviously, I don't want to talk too much because there's so much. It goes so into detail in terms of the overall premise. Yeah. But basically, the idea is that this girl is brought up in this in this in this uh, in this university, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. In terms of she's brought up okay. in this university, yeah. stuff happens, 
and she goes on a grand adventure and like all this, I mean, like I said, all this stuff from all ends, uh, even that guy, you know, that guy that said Sherlock that played Colin, mm. is it Colin Moriarty? No, it's not, it's, it's Moriarty. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. What's right, that guy, so he's also in this, he, he plays a very small role, but I, I'm assuming he'll play a bigger role in uh, season two, but he's also in this and it's, yeah, it's just really, really, it's so good. It's just such mm. a good show. Like, I was so surprised. Like, when I started watching the first episode, couldn't stop. Like, it was like, okay, episode two, episode three, episode four, let's like, mm. just keep going. And, oh, my God, like, the music and everything is just so good. Like, just thinking about it makes me go, like, oh, my God, I just want to keep watching this show. This is, I've already watched season one, and I think a few episodes of season two are out. But, like, oh, wow. I'm just like, oh, my God, I just can't. I just can't wait to get back. I need, uh, I did watch the first two episodes of this. Some stage last year, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I, I mean, like, oh, look, I, I, I haven't finished reading the books because this is based on Philip Pullman's books. But yeah. um, I, I did, um, I did like Golden Compass. Weirdly enough, I was one of the few people who liked it. Um, yeah. Oh, you love this. But yeah, so that's why I was, I really was looking forward to this one. Um, and, and I agree with you on that. Like the way they've set it up, like it looks like it's going to go deeper into everything. Um, exactly. I just, I, I think I, I must've gotten distracted by something at yeah. some stage that I never made it to finish it, but uh-huh. I definitely need to go and finish it. No, it's, it's a show that's like worth your time. Like this is, if, the, if you had like some time this weekend, anything like that, I think this is like mm-hmm. the show. Once you get into it, I'm telling you, like that world is just so fantastical and, and like you just love that mm-hmm. like world that you're just like, oh my God, I just want to be there. <laughs> right? Okay, cool. That's That has to go on my list. I think I, I really want to look into this one. I have not, um, I think that's what happens, right? Like there's so much on that you just kind of I get know. distracted. Exactly, but, um, exactly. But I really, we'll do one really, more I think sure that we do this. Um, we'll, we'll do well, one more of your things before we finish. There's nothing really massively amazing that I've seen, but I do want to talk about some music for a second. Um, oh, go ahead. I've I heard I watched I I heard the the new album by Weezer, Okay Human. Uh huh. It's good. And? I mean, it's very Weezer. Okay. Like, um, uh-huh. it's got some good songs. Like, Grapes of Wrath is a really good one. Um. All my favorite songs, like again, it's a very, very interesting one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, it's, it's, it's a very nice album that I'll remember when I just want something quiet in the background when I'm trying to read or whatever. But yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's well done. Um, Young Blood's new album, Weird. Um, again, uh-huh. very, very Young Blood feel. Like he's got a song by, um, song with, um, Machine Gun Kelly as well. Oh wow! Uh, which is also which is also a very good song. Um, Acting like that, I think the name of the song is. Uh, but the one okay. song that I really love from that album is called Charity. Um, and okay. I I find that it's a very very fun song to listen to. Um, and effectively, the guy's like, my mom told me that I should never go outside and donate my brains to charity. And. <laughs> I just find that it's a very funny, very funny premise. Also, something that moms have said to kids a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's. Uh, uh, so I would definitely recommend checking these two out. Oh, I'm definitely gonna check that because I love Weezer. I'm a big fan of Weezer. Yes. So I, mean, I didn't know that they had a new album out. This is the last album I, again, was uh, all covers. 
So I'm yeah, exactly. Glad to see they actually have some like original stuff. I, I, like I, I obviously we, we will like discuss this properly in another episode, but this is the thing I've noticed uh, is an issue when it comes when it comes to the streaming services is because mm. I don't like when it's when an album was coming out normally I would know about it from like posters and stuff like that and like stuff yeah. ar- around because people will be going out to buy the disc or whatever or even mm. if you're buying it digitally but now because it's on Spotify it just comes with new releases like I never see any marketing thing anywhere mm-hmm. so I never know as it's usually is by chance if I'm listening to music on that day that something might pop up and I'm like, wait, they released a new song or new album, whatever. Otherwise, it completely mm-hmm. goes under the rug for me nowadays. My my go-to now is become, I've got a personal playlist uh-huh. um, and every couple of weeks, I'll go, I'll go through all the new releases and whatever albums I want to listen to, I'll add them to the playlist because then, because uh-huh. you always don't get time to listen to new albums. You need time, you need space, you need to figure out, you know, when or where yeah, oh my god Foo so Fighters released a new album that's too. what we do who yeah yes they do uh, but Foo- um the reviews are mm, okay. oh really okay that's yeah, what i, I love Foo fighters uh but check it out look check it out either yeah. way i just i'm just talking about my uh, the reviews i've seen um yeah, but yeah that's what, that's what that's that's effectively what i've started doing is popping them into like another playlist so when i have time i keep working through that playlist yeah and that's how I got no, through exactly. this. I've I've got Eminem's new album sitting there as well, which I need to go through. Is yeah. it a, is it a new album? Is I think it's just a re-release, right? Oh, it's a re-release. Yes, yeah, the same thing. Because I yeah. never went through the album last time it came out, so this is the one that I'm yeah. going to go through. But yeah, that's, no, I that's, feel like I need to do. I need a system like that. I need a system yeah, I like think that you so do. I can, like, kind of keep track. I think with music, given we don't have CDs and everything, or which is great, look, which is well, yeah, great. Exactly. Um, trust me, like Spotify is amazing. But what that means is you're right. We just forget about new releases. And I'm not a big fan of Spotify's release radar anymore. It used to be really accurate, I, I thought. Yeah. But now it, got, it, it got puts worse. the same. It pretty much goes and finds any song that I like. And then somebody's released a remix and they're like, oh, you might like this. I'm like, well, no, yeah. I like the song. Will I like every remix of it? No. Yeah. And it's getting very frustrating. So I'm, yeah. yeah I, 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 so that's why I have to manually go and do this. No, it But yeah, that's sense. the fun of to. it all. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. We have to put in, a, put in a little bit of work to find the music, but exactly. we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Please email us at freshoffthescreenpodcast at gmail.com. That's freshoffthescreenpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know which, which Ashmore brother you think is better. Uh, if you're Sean Ashmore, obviously let me know. Otherwise, don't don't message us. I, can, I think that's fine. Oh <laughs> Thank my you so gosh, much, Harvey. no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Harvey, for joining Thanks. us. Uh, we will see you. I will see you next time. Bye. See ya.